Hey everyone, welcome to the Tulia Christian Fellowship Podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to give online, see upcoming events, or view our service times, please visit our website at tcf.church. Good morning, this is Pastor Rusty Gray, and I'm coming to you from the auditorium of Tulia Christian Fellowship. And I want to welcome you, and I want to thank you for taking time to watch this video. Listen, I know you know just like I do, this building that I'm sitting in is not the church, okay? The church is God's people. We're the body of Christ. And wherever you are watching this video, you're the church. You're a light that's been set upon a hill. And I know this, God wants to use you. God wants to bless you. God wants to encourage you. Listen, if you're with your family, if you're in your home alone, it doesn't matter where you are, you and I are the church. Hey, before we get into the Word of God, why don't we just take a moment and let's have a quick word of prayer. Father God, I want to thank you this morning Father God, I first off, I want to thank you for your love and for your grace. I thank you as we take time to look into the Word of God that we would be strengthened and encouraged. Father, I pray for everybody that's watching online. And Father, I pray you fill their hearts with hope. You fill their minds with peace wherever they are. Father, whatever atmosphere they're in, if they're in their home, if they're in their vehicle, Father God, wherever they are right now, that they would be refreshed, they would be strengthened, and they would be encouraged. Father, I thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Last week, we talked about Psalms 91. And I really feel like in my heart this morning that I'm supposed to stay there. There are many things that I could go to besides Psalms 91. But I feel so impressed by the Holy Spirit that he would like us to just stay there and just marinate in it a little bit more, if you will. Now, here's what we have found out. All right, we have found out that Psalms 91 is a protection psalm, that the Jewish people saw it as a protection psalm, and then they also called it a rescue psalm. And listen, with everything going on around us right now, with everything going on in our nation, everything going on in the world, I I know that I want to rest in the protection of God, then I want to rest in the rescue of God. Now, what I'd like to do is I'd like to read to you I'm going to read five verses out of Psalms 91, but I'm going to start with the message translation. Uh, This was written by Eugene Peterson several years ago, and this is really ministered to me. Then after I finish this, I'd like to go back into Psalms 91 in the New King James Version. So if you would, just open your heart and listen to the Word of God. You who sit down in the high God's presence, spend the night in El Shaddai's shadow. Say this, God, you're my refuge. I trust in you and I'm safe. That's right. He rescues you from hidden traps and shields you from deadly hazards. His huge outstretched arms protect you. I love that. Under them, you're perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. Fear nothing. Not wild wolves in the night, not flying arrows in the day. Now listen, not disease that prowls through the darkness, nor disaster that erupts at noonday. 
Now, that's Psalms 91, 1 through 5 out of the message. Let me go back to the first verse. You who sit down in the high God's presence, listen, right now as you're listening to this, you are seated in the high God's presence. You are seated with your Father. Listen to the next sentence. You will spend the night tonight in El Shaddai's shadow. Now, that's almost kind of a tongue twister, Shaddai's shadow, all right? But what did we find out that El Shaddai means? Well, it means God Almighty. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, all power in heaven and earth has been given to me. Now, listen to the audacity of that statement. All power, all power in heaven and earth has been given to Jesus. No one has any power that's not delegated by Jesus Christ. Jesus has all power. His Father God is almighty. That's what El Shaddai means. It means the God who's more than enough. It means the all-sufficient one. Now listen, as we face what we're going through right now, as we face it as a church, as we face it as families, as we face it as a nation, and even as a world, our God is more than enough. You know what I know? I know that God is bigger than coronavirus. I know God is bigger than disease. He always has been, and he always will be. So I want you to rest in the shadow of El Shaddai, the God who's more than enough. In Genesis 15, God met with Abraham. Now, you've got to know something about Abraham. He wasn't anything except a sheep herder. Now, I'm not saying that disparagingly. He, he was just a farmer working, doing his thing, doing what he was supposed to do every day, doing what his dad did. And he had this encounter with El Shaddai. That's how God revealed himself to Abraham. And you've got to understand something about Abraham's family. They were idol worshipers, and they worshiped many gods. You see, they believed there were many gods, not just one God. You see, the, the Jewish nation later knows there's only one God, but God speaks to Abraham. And so I, I can imagine him going back into the house, and, you know, he tells his family, hey, I, I, met, I met this God, and uh, he told me that he was going to bless me, and he, and he told me that he was going to take care of me and that we're supposed to move. And I can just imagine somebody spoke up and said, well, which God? Well, we know that he met the one true God, the only God, the almighty God. And here's what God said to him. He said, Abraham, I'm going to be your shield and I'm going to be your exceeding great reward. Now, listen to me, church. Listen to me, brother. Listen to me, sister. God is saying the very same thing to you and I. Listen, in the midst of what we're going on right now, God is saying this. He's saying, I'm your shield. Listen, nothing can get through the shield of God. I'm going to be your shield, and I'm going to be your exceeding great reward. Now, let me continue to read. We found out that we're supposed to be saying something, and this translation says, say this, God, you're my refuge. Would you mind doing that right where you are right now with me? Say it with me. God, you're my refuge. Say it again. God, you're my refuge. Now, I know there's some of you watching right now, and you didn't say it. Listen, go ahead right now. Say it out your mouth. Say it from your heart. Say it in faith. God, you're my refuge. The next sentence says, I trust in you. Listen, the Bible says, don't trust in chariots. 
don't trust in horses. What does that mean? Don't trust in the flesh. Don't trust in your own power, but trust in God. God, I trust you. Then I love the next two words. It says, I'm safe. I'm safe. Now listen to it. God, you're my refuge. I trust in you, and I'm safe. God, that brings comfort to my heart. I hope it brings comfort to your heart. It comforts my heart with my children. It comforts my heart over my grandchildren. Father, thank you. You're my refuge. I trust in you. And Father, I thank you that we're safe. And then it says, that's right. I love that. That's right. He rescues you from hidden traps. Shields you. There it is again. God is our shield. Shields you from deadly hazard. His huge outstretched arms protect you. Under them, you're perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. Fear nothing. Oh, I love that. Fear nothing. Not wild wolves in the night, not flying arrows in the day. Now, I know we don't need to worry about wolves. There, there's not a lot of wolves around, but there's the wolf of fear. There's the wolf of apprehension. There's the wolf of disease. All right, and it says that we do not have to worry about any of those wolves in the night, nor arrows that fly in the day, nor disease, there it is, nor disease that prowls through darkness, nor disaster that erupts at noonday. Now listen, that's the first five verses of Psalms 91 in the message. Now I said this last Sunday, and I want to say it to you again right now. You should take time every day, and you should read Psalms 91 out loud. Read it out loud. If you're by yourself, read it out loud to yourself. If you've got family with you, gather together with them and read Psalms 91 out loud. It doesn't matter what translation you use. You use whatever translation you have or whatever translation you like. Then I'm also reading the 23rd Psalm. The 23rd Psalm in uh, the message is incredibly powerful. You ought to do it each day. I'm doing it every day. I'm reading Psalms 91 out loud, and I'm reading Psalms 23 out loud. Listen, you ought to take time every single day over the coming days, and you need to be reading the Scripture together. Listen, if you're with family, gather together and read the Word of God. Take some time every day. Then take some time and pray together. Listen, the, you know what we don't need to do? We don't need to spend all of our time watching the news. We don't need to be feeding continually. Listen, I'm doing this recording on Saturday, and I got up this morning, and I built a fire in my fireplace, and I got a cup of coffee, and I sat down, and I read out loud Psalms 91. I read Psalms 23, and then I read, I read out of Proverbs. Each day, whatever day it is, I read that chapter in Proverbs, and then I prayed. Listen, I did not turn on the news. Listen, I have not turned on the news all morning. Listen, they're not saying anything new. All they're doing is hashing and rehashing, and all they want to do is sow fresh seeds of fear. Listen, don't listen to rumor, okay? You can go to the grocery store and get groceries, or you go to the pharmacy to pick up your meds, and somebody there will have a rumor. Somebody will hear something that they've heard fresh. Listen, don't give in to that. Okay, don't trust except reliable sources and then go to the Word of God. Now, I want to go back to Psalms 91 and I want to switch back to the New King James Version and I want to read it to you again. Now, Psalms 91, New King James, uh, I'm going to have it right here on the screen. Listen to what it says. 
It says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge, he's my fortress, he's my God, in him will I trust. I love the translation I just read. And what does it say? It says, I'm safe. Hey, Father God, thank you that I'm safe. My family is safe. My children are safe. My grandchildren are safe. If you have a child in the military, listen, they're safe. God's hand is on them. If you have a child that lives in another state or lives somewhere else and they're working and they're doing what they need to do, the Scripture says they're safe. Surely, not maybe, not I hope so, surely he'll deliver you and I from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. Now, pestilence is another word for disease. Listen, the next sentence says, he'll cover us with his feathers and under his wings you'll take refuge. Now, we know God doesn't have feathers and we know that God is not a bird, but what is this? Well, this is a reference to how a mother hen protects her chicks. And if you've ever been around a mother hen and who has baby chicks, she gathers those chicks up around her. She gathers those chicks underneath the down of her feathers, and she'll cover them, and she protects them. Listen, your Father God is the very same way. The message translation doesn't say feathers. It says arms. Listen, your Father God has strong arms, and he's gathering his arms around you, and he's protecting you. Now, let, let me continue to read. It says his truth, we're reading the truth right now. Okay, I, I don't know if everything I hear on the news is the truth. I certainly don't know if everything I hear down at the dollar store is the truth. But I know this is the truth. Listen, you can trust God's word. You can build your life on God's word. You can walk through this time of test and trial because God's word is the truth. Listen, it says his truth shall be your shield and your buckler. And you and I do not have to be afraid. Listen, here's what I know. This is going to pass. And I don't know how long it's going to take. But I know this. This is going to pass. And here's what the devil would like to do. If he can keep you afraid, the Bible says fear has torment. You see, all the devil wants to do is torment you. That's what he wants to do. If he can keep you afraid in your home, if he can keep you from having a sleepless night, if he can keep your stomach hurting, well, then he's done what he wanted to do. And as we go through this and as we come out the other side, if he kept you tormented the entire time, well, then in essence, he wins. Listen to what it says in Scripture. It says that we don't have to be afraid. Listen again. You shall not be afraid, <clears throat> excuse me, of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. Listen, here's what I know. The Scripture says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We teach that in Power Kids. Uh, we have a song that we do in Power Kids, then they sing it, and then we do it as a memory verse, and we teach it to our kindergarten through fifth graders, and we teach it week in and week out. Listen, if there's anything I want a kid to know when they leave Power Kids and they go to Ground Zero and get over there with Pastor Kurt and Megan is this. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Listen, resist fear. Okay, Pastor, I want to resist fear. How do I do that? Take time to read the Word of God. As you're taking time to listen to this message and you and I are feeding together on the Scripture, you know what you're doing? Well, you're strengthening your faith and you're starving your doubts. 
you're strengthening your faith and you're starving your fears. Listen, God is taking care of us. God is taking care of our church and our church family. God is taking care of our community. Now, I'd like to read you another verse, and it's Isaiah 41.10. This is one of my favorite verses. I've known this verse for years, and we're going to be doing it out of the New King James Version, and it's Isaiah 41.10. Let me look at the screen, and let me read it to you. It says, Fear not, for I'm with you. Fear not, for I'm with you. Be not dismayed. I'm your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Kurt, would you leave that up for just a minute? Look at what it says. The very first thing it says is you and I, again, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid. Why? Because I'm with you. Now, can I just speak to that momentarily? Listen, you're not alone. You're not alone. Well, Pastor, yes, I am. I'm in my home, and I'm by myself. Yeah, but you're not alone. Okay, because Jesus said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. Listen, you're not alone and you're not on your own. Listen, I struggled with that in my life for years. When my father was killed when I was a freshman in college, after that event, I struggled for years that I was alone, God didn't care about me, that I was my life was up to me, that I had to make it happen, and that's called an orphan spirit. Okay, what does that mean? Well, you feel fatherless. But listen to me. What's the scripture say? It says you're not alone. All right, wherever you are right now, whoever you're with, you're not alone. God is there with you. God said you don't have to be afraid because I'm with you. Don't be dismayed. Don't be fearful. I'm your God. I love that. I'll strengthen you. I'll help you. And then I love this last sentence. I'll uphold you. with my righteous right hand. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, what did we find out in Psalms 91, the message? Well, we found out that God has strong arms. And on the end of those strong arms are strong hands. And Isaiah 41.10 says that God is upholding you with his righteous right hand. All right, nothing can pluck you out of the hand of God. Nothing can sweep you out of the hand of God. There's no power greater than God. There's no power greater than the hand of God. And Isaiah 41.10 says that he's upholding you with his righteous right hand, protecting you, caring for you, guarding you. Listen, I just want to encourage you. The last thing I want to do as we conclude this video, is I want to have prayer for you and I want to have prayer for your family. Can I just say it one more time? You're not alone. Okay, you're not alone. You have a heavenly father who knows your name. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows what you're going through and he's right there with you and he's walking with you through this. So one of the last things I'd like to do is I want to pray. And I'm going to pray several things. And here's what I'd like for you to do. If you wouldn't mind, now unless you're driving, if you wouldn't mind if you're in your home, would you mind just closing your eyes with me and just open your heart and just just listen to the words. Now listen, I'm going to pray things that are going to speak to you. And as I do, they're for you. Listen, God's not bound by the internet. God's not bound by media or by distance. 
Okay, as I'm praying right now, the Spirit of God is going to move on you. He's going to move on your family. So I want you to open your heart, and as I pray things that you think, hey, I need that, I want you to allow yourself to receive as these words go forth out of my heart and my mouth. All right, let me pray. Father God, I want to thank you this morning, Father, that we can put our trust in you. Father, your word is so good. Father, it refreshes me, it encourages me, and I know it does those who are joining me listening to this. Father, the first thing I'd like to do is come against fear. I come against the spirit of fear. I come against torment in the name of Jesus. Father, those listening right now who've been struggling with fear, I resist the spirit of fear off them right now in the name of Jesus. Fear, you have to go. Go from our hearts, go from our minds, go from our homes. At night, when we lay our head down, we have peace and we sleep without fear. Now, Father, I want to pray for those that have been sick. Lord, I know there are people struggling with sickness, Lord, and it doesn't have anything to do with the coronavirus, but they've been having different symptoms. And, Father, I want to pray right now for healing. Father, I pray healing over those, Lord, that are listening for healing in their body. Whatever's going on, that by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. I speak healing into your body. I speak life into your body, and I speak peace into your mind. Father, I do want to pray for those that have contracted coronavirus. And, Father, you're bigger than coronavirus. Father, I pray healing over people that have that virus, that you give their doctors wisdom and they're healed and they're restored in the name of Jesus. Father, fill our homes with hope. Fill our hearts with peace. Father, that we're free from fear, we're filled with faith. Now, Father, I want to pray for our president, Father. Father, give he and his advisors wisdom. Father, I pray for our doctors, our staff, our nurses, God, the scientists. Father, God, our clinics and our hospitals. Lord, that your grace is on them. Father, as they're trying to find a cure, as they're studying on how to stop this tide, Father God, you guide them and direct them. Father, I pray your blessing on America, your blessing on the world, Father God. You're greater than the coronavirus. And Father, we stand as brothers and sisters in Christ that in the name of Jesus, it has to bow its knee. Father, you give us the victory. You give us the victory, Father, over coronavirus. And that, God, we will come out the other side of this in victory. Father, it's impossible for a man to hang on a cross and die a gruesome death and spend three days in the grave and then rise from the dead and walk out of the tomb. Lord, that's impossible. But your son, Jesus, did it. So, Father, just like you defeated death, you defeat the coronavirus. Father, God, thank you for your hand on our lives. Lord, as we go, we're strengthened, we're refreshed and encouraged. Listen, we're praying for you. I want you to know that. You're not alone. We're praying for you. You be encouraged. You hold on to hope. We will do another video this week. We'll come with an update. And then if we're, if we're and it looks like we're not having church next week, and we'll do another message. And uh, we want to stay connected with you. And uh, we are praying for you. And we love you. God bless you.